कुछ बुलेट पॉइंट लिख के देट titles which rahul has given me and then ek ek title ko main screen pe launga obviously i'll read it out for the audio listeners also and then rahul can explain each and every one of them where uh, Ra- these are observations made by rahul over the behavioral patterns of the media over the year obviously these are now by no means comprehensive or the only behavioral patterns but these are some of the behavioral patterns so okay we'll start with this rahul hindus can only be aggressors not victims what do you mean when we talk about this rule right so this is uh, you know kind of uh, by now when uh, when people have uh, been observing uh, you know the media and especially the headlines uh, and the narrative you know so so this should be apparent but sometimes you know the even the obvious needs to be stated so even i would uh, start with a little introduction or disclaimer uh, you know that this is this is not comprehensive this is this at the at the same time while it's structured i i uh i hope that i could have done a better job kushal has been trying to push me uh, i i fell sick also in the meantime and you know and in fact even even today i was at an, under under the impression that this podcast is scheduled to be day after tomorrow so you know so so i i, I just wish that i i could have done a more academic work but anyway uh, you know so 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 these are some of the rules that we are uh, going to talk about that uh, the indian media subconsciously or uh, you know on, on on purpose follows and the first one i wanted uh, you know uh, i mean i sent kushal the list and this was the one that i want i thought that I, we should uh, take it first uh, you know that uh, the indian media behaves as if uh, uh, you know uh, hindus can never be uh, victims you know i mean like uh, uh, they have they have got this idea into their mind that hindus are a brute majority i mean i don't know from where did that did they conjure that up uh, we we are you know un, the usual repeated trope that hindus are 80% or more than 80% of the uh, population that's even not statistically true you know uh, the last uh, uh, census that uh, we had was in 2011 and and 2021 that is this year which is coming to an end we were supposed to have the uh, uh, another census which happens every 10 years and we don't have the data and in in, in back in 2011 itself hindus were less than 80% and mind, mind you you know this this is uh, the situation when uh, many people who technically uh, might not be uh, hindus or might not even identify as hindus are counted as hindus in the census uh, you know and some some people for example uh to save their uh, scheduled tribe status and all that they might uh, you know think that uh, to a government person to 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 somebody representing government agency uh, we should simply say that okay we are hindus and we belong to this tribe or this caste so that they get benefit of reservation even though 
anything that they say in the census will not really take away uh, you know their uh, 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 constitutional rights that, uh, that that has been given to them but then these are government people you know that is that is what people are under impressions and that's how some of the minority pockets have been brainwashed like that i mean one of the reasons why we don't have a census in 2021 uh, obviously one one of the reasons is covid but even if covid was not there uh, you know the kind of uh, propaganda the kind of paranoia uh, that was uh, uh, you know spread around caa uh, you know the the citizenship amendment act uh, there there would have been huge huge backlash pushback uh, when census workers would have gone to these areas to you know talk to people to to count heads you know that this is this next step is nrc and all that uh, so so in short uh, you know i mean let, let's not uh, go into too much of uh, details so in in short there is this impression somehow you know which is statistically not true that hindus are brute majority you know i mean if if give, if, if left to me uh, to to make a, a guesstimate of how much percentage of indian population would be willing to identify as hindus uh, not Chunavi Hindus, not you know those kind of Hindus. So I I I, I actually think it it would be something around sixty five percent or or at best ma maximum optimist that I can be is seventy percent. You know uh, that's that's really optimist. Sixty sixty five percent is what I would put, which which is nowhere a brute majority. You know you uh, so 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 statistically that's that's uh, that's not true. However this this thought that hindus are in a brute majority that makes the indian media uh, you know believe uh, aided by their woke uh, ideology that any community which is in majority simply cannot be uh, you know at at at, at uh, any any kind of uh, disadvantage or they cannot be victims in any sense uh, so so that's that's how uh, this ideology works almost everywhere you know, for example, in in US, a white person can never be a victim. Now, you know, we 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 have crossed over from classical liberal ideology to you know a woke ideology, where where ironically your ethnic identity is almost everything. You know, you are reduced to your ethnic identity, which is what supposedly right wing people were doing. But that's what the left is doing currently. I mean, you you are nothing but your ethnic identity, and and whether you are. Uh, a victim or whether you are oppressor how much privilege points how much underprivileged points you have everything has to got to do with your ethnic identity not in reality you know the 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 real uh, statistics the real uh, uh, environmental factors i mean not environmental in the sense climate but social factors and all that they simply don't matter all, all that matters is your ethnic identity and that's how has been internalized by the modern Indian media also, and traditionally also, Indian media have been thinking that, you know, Hindus cannot be victim. I mean, you are you are in majority, and this this has taken such an absurd uh, form, you know, that that uh, they simply refuse to uh, report anything where Hindus can be a victim. Uh, you know, I mean, the best that they can do is to maybe report something about Kashmiri Pandits, for example. You know, because it's in your face, you cannot really ignore that completely. But even there, you can see that how how much of really good journalistic work has been done. For for example, on uh, the uh, in 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 case of Kashmiri pundits uh, and what they had to suffer, very few. I mean, how how many names we know? Uh, if we go around asking people, uh, they, they would be uh, knowing more number of name more names of uh, Kashmiri terrorists 
than actually the victims of terrorism. So, so that that has been the uh, narrative in media that somehow Hindus, even in places like Kashmir and now, say, uh, in in Kerala, in some pockets of Bengal and Northeast, you cannot be a victim. You know, it's you know, if people people are objecting to your uh, 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 your temples uh, airing uh, uh, religious songs, uh, there there are uh, there are cases when temples have been desecrated. Only very recently, uh, uh, these cases have been reported. Uh, when when processions, religious processions, all those things, uh, you know, when, when you go and uh, resurgence of idols and all that, those processions are regular, regularly attacked in many parts of the countries. These are rarely reported. You know, once alternate voices started coming, once alternate media, you know, say Up India kind of uh, out, uh, outlet started, and they started reporting about it. And vernacular media, by the way, does report because they are, they are still not in that woke uh, uh, you know kind of mentality especially the hindi media so and uh, so 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 that's what you can see that while hindi media will report english media will not report you know it will, it will feel like there's something wrong you know angrezi the reporter angrezi the desk person sitting in uh, delhi dainik jagran amar ujala no you know if if they are saying that a hindu procession was attacked maybe you know they don't know maybe some sanghi might have uh, reported for uh, Danik Jagran and all that. So that kind of a mindset, uh, especially the English media, the Delhi-centric English media has gone gone into that they don't, they are not ready to believe that Hindus can be victim. And this has, you know, uh, so, so these are these are some of the uh, uh, direct forms uh, uh, or, or direct outcomes of this belief. The very absurd outcomes of this belief, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, that we saw very recently was when almost every media tried to give context to lynchings in Punjab you know so, so six are in minority you know I mean and we are when we are talking about Hindus and minorities obviously we are not only talking about Muslims Muslims in a way are not really micro minority or in that uh, you know something like that but it's a six uh, uh, it's a case of religious fundamentalism it's it's a case of sikh extremism if if one may if if one should put it like that you keep on crying about hindu pakistan why are you not why why doesn't one single person say that let's not create a sikh pakistan you know it's 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 a right parallel over there the way lynchings happen uh, for alleged blasphemy back in uh, pakistan uh, and that's happening he here in punjab but every every damn uh, Hindi media, uh, Indian media, went on to give context that Sikhs are very angry because uh, police uh, action uh, doesn't take place on Bayadbi charges and things like that. Why why did they do that? The same the same mindset that somehow the non-Hindus cannot be victims, even if they have gone and gone in and lynched someone, even in places where they are in majority in Punjab. You know, Sikhs are actually in majority. Still, they cannot see the majoritarian tendencies over there. They keep on talking about, you know, like uh, uh, that that uh, uh, Hindus can only be aggressor or they cannot be victims because they are in majority. The the same rule doesn't apply even when non-Hindus are in majority in some areas, whether it's Kashmir, whether it's Punjab, whether it's Northeast. You take the Christians. It, it's 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 gone on to absurd uh, kind of uh, you know a scenario. And, and in in my book, sorry to uh, pimp my book again, I, I had I had written a line that uh, you know the Hindu victims are numbers at best, 
Whereas Muslim victims, and, and you can turn it into a non-Hindu victims, they are narrative. So you have a lot of, you know, I mean, and at, at best they can say that, okay, three killed in, 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 in a riot that, uh, that happened after a temple was desecrated or things like that. That's all. Nothing, nothing more will be done. We don't, we still don't know what were the names of the uh, two person who were lynched in uh, Punjab. Forget uh, Punjab. I mean, uh, we don't know. I, I mean, go on and ask any person on the street about one person who was burnt alive uh, in Godhara. Nobody can tell you, you know, and, and on the other hand, you have a long list of uh, uh, victims from the non-Hindu non communities. You, you know, uh, you, you talk about lynching, everyone will talk about Akhlaq, Pehlu, and you know, God knows who, not not one person will, will be able to come up with names of uh, Hindu victims of lynching. I mean, there is a very viral clip of uh, Anand, Anand Ranganath, you know, that when, when he is reading up the names of uh, Hindu uh, lynching of victims, and he usually reads up those names in uh, public, uh, you know, gathering, and ask people whether they have heard those names. You know, obviously, upfront, he doesn't say that these are lynching victims. You know, he says that, okay, have you heard about Pahalu, Pahalu Khan? Everyone's hand would go up. Have you heard about, uh, you know, this uh, Akhlaq? Everyone would uh, go up. And then when he starts talking about the Hindu victims, nobody uh, knows. In fact, shame on me that even I cannot come up with three or four names, you know, off the cuff right now. So that that's the kind of... Uh, 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 you know, uh, thing uh, that that media is able to create because somehow in their mind, this this is the rule that that plays that they are not they are not able to believe that Hindus can be victims too. Uh, you know, and uh, there are various reasons to it. I mean, we can go into psychoanalysis of, of why they uh, believe like this, but primarily, I believe the reason is you know their their left plus woke mentality, which kind of reduces everything to everything to ethnic uh, identity. And for them, anyone in majority, uh, you know, cannot be victim. And 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 they have basically uh, borrowed all the woke ideas from the West. They have replaced white with Hindus, uh, and and without caring about the local context, local history, local realities, they are simply sticking to that. So 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 this is where I think uh, you know why, and this is one of the very uh, usual instances, usual rule, uh, the uh, Indian media adopts. Yeah, so, you know, my take in all of this is I've always found two, three things very interesting about the narrative. First thing is, mm -hmm. India may a very strange habit. People say, I am a secular person. I don't think I've ever how an individual can become secular. I'm always laughing on it. And I actually have a lot of fun when someone says that he's individually secular. I are you a blank slate right. or something? So I'm not a secular right. person. I have clear-cut ideas. Yeah. But... See, if you are a secular person, you are an individualist. If you are an individualist, then what do you have to do with identity politics? You are an individual. Okay, but the most identity politics are the people who play as secular. So that is a hypocrisy. If you are a prism minority majority, then why is the minority majority prism only from Kashmir to Kanyakumari's boundary? Why can't the minority majority? And I think it applies equally to Muslims who suffer and Hindus who suffer, right? You could be a Muslim in a majority Hindu area who suffers let's assume and you could be a hindu who suffers in a minority you know in a majority muslim area for you could be a jain abhi recently a story thi wo jain logo ko bola ja raha tha aap niklo yahan se aap niklo yahan se aap niklo yahan se you know these things are and, and i have seen stories of muslims also being told to move but the point is that the 
the definitional problem in the indian worldview is very absurd if you ask me like minority kya majority like i'm i agree with you when it comes to kashmir hindus are minority when it comes to punjab hindus are minority magar they are not minority wahan pe bhi nahi allowed hai acha wo chhod do bombay ke andar masjid bandar ke andar hindus are majority aur hindus are minority ye ye question legitimate hai mere hisab se isme koi in my world i don't look at people as groups i look at them as individuals so at least i am consistent in that world view and mujhe to iske liye dono side se gali padti hai wo wo ek alag kahani hai magar point ye hai ki the indian media when even when they play they with their own rules they are not consistent and i agree with you that the consistency is lacking but now let's go to the second rule now this was very interesting hinduism doesn't exist except when we wanted to <laughs> right this 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 is on a kind of intellectual level that uh, you know indian media uh, operates on uh, many many of uh, the you know uh, constituents of indian uh, media might not even you know they, they might balk at this idea that well we don't really uh, see things like this but they do you know i mean uh, uh, say Uh, right now we are we are going into uh, various states are going into polls right now you would have many uh, opinion polls pre poll post poll analysis and you in that uh, you would see that which community is voting for which party you know these are the kind of surveys obviously there is no universal or factually correct data for these things uh, now indian media would hardly i mean very recently they might have started doing it but do they ever put it that okay x number x percentage of hindus vote for this party no they will always say brahmins dalits you know rajputs or whatever you know is the dominant caste in that particular state how they are voting then how muslims are voting and then if there are questions over there six over there how they are voting so by by default uh, you know uh, I, i mean the way they treat they treat hinduism just as a group of castes they don't treat it uh, treat it as a block for uh, for their own analysis purposes and you know this this is this is what say any any common indian media is doing when you go into the woke ideology they actually definitely believe it you know they might some of them might publicly deny it for example th- that's how they they kept on denying uh, before the dismantling global hindutva Uh, thing was happening you know when 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 the other side you know when when people started saying that uh, this is all bullshit you you guys are you guys simply hate hinduism this is this is uh, this is a you know even that you have uh, dressed up as uh, uh, dismantling hindu phobia but all that you want to do is actually eradicate hinduism and they kept on denying that you know there is something uh, hindutva and hinduism is different you know this is the biggest lie after majhab nahi sikhata aapas mein prem rakhna आपस में बैठ रखना मैं तो सही बोल गया सो दैट वाज दैट वाज द ओरिजिनल लाई एंड दिस इज द बिगेस्ट लाई दैट इज दैट इज बीइंग स्प्रेड दीस डेज दैट हिंदूइज्म एंड हिंदुत्व आर डिफरेंट यू नो एंड व्हेन व्हेन फाइनली दैट दैट थिंग हैपेंड दैट इवेंट हैपेंड ऑलमोस्ट एवरी ऑफ द गाइस यू नो व्हेन व्हेन दे हैड टू स्पीक एंड व्हेन दे हैड टू बी समवट इंटेलेक्चुअली ऑनेस्ट दे दे एंडेड अप सेइंग दैट ओके देयर इज एक्चुअली नॉट मच डिफरेंस एंड एंड वी आर इन सम वे और द और द अदर अगेंस्ट हिंदूइज्म now you have uh, that uh, magazine karwa you know which which clearly says that uh, there is nothing like hinduism you know hinduism is a brahmanical concepts uh, concept in which uh, very uh, you know various non brahmin castes 
we are painted saffron i don't know what do they mean but you know this this, this is actually uh, uh, visually that's how they had put on their uh, uh, cover page and this is this is a very old belief that hinduism as such does not exist it's it's a, it's a term that has been coined after uh, foreigners came to india especially first the muslims who actually gave you the name hindu uh, you know uh, the the persians technically who could not pronounce uh, s of uh, sindhu and they uh, uh, gave you the name hindu and then you know we, uh, during uh, the british era obviously a lot of uh, such uh, studies were uh, you know kind of uh, funded as well as promoted by them in which it was ki kind of argued that hinduism Hindu uh, hinduism did not really exist uh, it, it's it's a, a post colonial construct for example you know so so that's what uh, many of the people on intellectually subscribe to as well on the left uh, so 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 that's what they 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 believe in you know that's that's a scholastic kind of uh, uh, stand that they have taken those who do understand these things obviously a lot of people working in in the media might not even understand these things and and, and they could be working in secular in, in in modern liberal media and they might not actually be uh, you know into uh, these kind of things but they subscribe indirectly or directly to this belief uh, so so hinduism for for them is a fake construct it's a brahmanical construct you know but in that sense if if you if you actually believe that in, in in all sincerity then why do you talk about brute majority why do you talk about majoritarianism and all that you know if if for if for you hinduism does not exist and you, you yourself kind of go and promote uh, people who talk about bahujan politics bahujan literally means uh, majority you know and 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 they they say that bahujans are not hindus so you are saying majority are not hindus so what kind of majoritarianism you are talking about you know at at one point of time intellectually uh, scholarly uh, you know theoretically you believe hinduism doesn't exist and non hindus are in majority and at the same time you are also saying that uh, uh, the challenge or, or the threat from hindus or hinduism is of majoritarianism so what which majority really are you talking about so that's why i said that you know this is this is the a rule that uh, they again subconsciously more than first one follow where they actually believe don't believe in anything called hinduism but conjure this up when they have to scare the minorities when they have to talk about majoritarianism and things like that and not only that in some way because they believe in this they start believing that hinduism is an inferior religion you know it's a very abrahamic concept that they don't realize they have internalized and because they don't they don't really believe that hinduism is is a religion in that sense they start treating hinduism that way you know that's why why is that you know when when there is eid to eid ki roshni se bazar jagmag hue aur bazaron mein ronak aayi but when it's diwali you only talk about pollution you only talk about how uh, uh, you know unhealthy the food is as if having a plum cake on christmas is not unhealthy uh you know and and everything every everything about uh, hindu festival uh, you, you have only got negative things to talk about this that that is also an outcome of you having indirectly internalized this belief that hinduism does not exist it's not even a religion per se in in, in their frame of reference and that's and, and you know and that's 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 what that's how it plays out that uh, they they 
they believe that it's fair. It's fair that, you know, you don't celebrate the religions. You know, I mean, more than media, it's actually some of the marketeers who try to celebrate the religion, although even, even among them, 90% of them are busy preaching Hindus about how to, uh, you know, uh, have their celebrations, uh, how to meaningfully celebrate Diwali and stuff like that. No, no one is going to tell you how to meaningfully celebrate Eid, how to meaningfully celebrate Christmas. Uh, no, uh, you know, no such uh, uh, kind of uh, what you say, uh, you know, I mean, uh, bhashan for other religions. So, so that also, I believe, is an outcome of this, if this, if of this rule that they follow, that you know, this this religion doesn't really exist. But when they have to talk about how minorities are in danger and all that, then Hinduism exists. It exists as a monolithic monster, which is, you know, waiting to gobble up all the supposedly secular and liberal ethos of the society. So, so, so yeah. that, that's a dichotomy yeah. that they believe in. So, so it's my so, teacher or points uh, just to, you know, give uh, a basis. So there is this new Hinduism hypothesis. I think Ra Rajiv Malhotra in Indra's uh, Indra's net yeah. he actually gave a very nice explanation of the new Hinduism hypothesis also. It's very interesting, right? So, Buddhism broke the casteism of Hinduism, but Hinduism is an 18th century construct. These are real things that these people say. Uh, yeah. Buddhism and Sikhism were a reaction to casteism, but Hinduism is actually a Brahmin construct of the 8th century. You'll actually have some absurd uh, ex-Muslim channels talking about this. Huh? Yeah, it's right. very entertaining. It's actually extremely entertaining. Yeah. Sari problem Hinduism ki hai, magar Hinduism exists nahi karta hai. Haan, right. Jo bhi life mein problem hoti hai, wo Hinduism se, achha, agar, mein, mein bar bolta hoon, achha, caste ka, fir Pashmanda Muslims ka kya, achha, mein Punjab se hoon, koi mujhe bataya ki Punjab mein caste nahi hai, to mujhe bohut hasi aati hai, matlab, logon ko malum nahi hai, 33 taka udar dalit hai, aur, uh, dono sikho aur Hinduo mein, dono mein, aur caste is real, casteism is real, India mein hai problem. Hmm. उनको बोलते हैं बोलते नहीं उनमें तो है ही नहीं जी मैंने बोला भाई तुझे पता है कि सर से लेकर पैर तक एसजीबीसी में नॉन जेट अलाउड ही नहीं है आ, कोई भी प्लेस होल्डर नहीं है वो तो हिंदू प्रैक्टिस है जो उन्होंने एब्जॉर्ब कर दी अभी तो तूने बोला हिंदूइज्म रियल नहीं है तो अभी हिंदू प्रैक्टिस कैसे एब्जॉर्ब कर ली हाउ कैन यू एब्जॉर्ब समथिंग दैट नॉट रियल सो आई एक्चुअली एग्री विद यू दैट इट इज लिटरली अ यूज एंड थ्रो काइंड ऑफ अ रिलेशनशिप नाउ आल्सो yeah, and, and also just one line, uh, one thing that I'd want to add that if Hinduism does not exist and it's, it's you know, Hindu, what, what we know as Hinduism is just amalgamation of castes, then there is definitely something common between them, which which is which is what Hinduism is, you know. So, so it's actually the concept of fraternity among castes, right? So, so it's, it's actually a very cherished value. Which is which is there in our in our pre preamble to the constitution? Then why are you uh, painting this as a monolithic monster? You know, you yourself very uh, strongly believe that th th there are only castes. There there is no Hinduism, but at the same time, Hinduism exists. Which if 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 put a gun onto their head, they would say that okay, this is something that binds the caste. Then it's a very beautiful thing. It's 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 the concept of fraternity that's in your Baba Sahib Ambedkar's uh, constitution. So celebrate it. Yeah. <laughs> So on caste, we go to the next rule. Caste is the ultimate rule. Religion is just propaganda. Now explain this. Ye mujhe bhi thoda samadna hai. Yeah, you, you also kind of way just said that, that caste is reality, you know, and, and fine, you know, I mean, it is, obviously it is. I mean, any, any ethnic uh, marker these days is a reality. And as I said in the beginning, 
it's becoming much more bigger and bigger and perhaps the only reality unfortunately as both the so called right and the so called left is obsessed with your ethnic identity so caste is also an ethnic marker in that sense so obviously it's a reality now they can see caste in everything you know i mean uh, you you actually have dalit food festival you know you actually these days you want to have dalit music dalit cinema you know all these things are being promoted you you see caste almost in everything in in cricket no i mean you you name it anything i mean the only thing perhaps remaining is you know they bring caste in sex or they might have done even that you know dalit sex or brahmin sex i don't know they, they who knows at at this point of time somebody somebody in jnu is actually researching on that so uh, you know so this is your belief that you you believe caste is everywhere but really what the moment somebody talks about religion about about uh, I, i mean when you talk about caste what do you mean you know you mean the lived experiences right when when you say that uh, caste is a reality or it's the ultimate truth you are basically saying that okay it's 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 a marker that doesn't leave you that that has an impact on your actual life and and that's why it's a reality and and it it, it can have uh, impact on your future as well fine for not not only for argument sake but to an extent i also believe in that so i i i would i would uh, agree to that that's fine but how come religion is not that marker how come religion i mean on 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 the basis of religion literally as uh, uh, you know a, as many people might have been killed in fact much more would have been killed that than in the name in, in the name of caste you know and this is all over the world actually so how come whenever somebody talks about grievances which is related to caste whenever somebody talk to, uh, sorry uh, about religion and especially about hindu religion you suddenly say that okay this uh, why are you giving communal colors to it you know so imagine this i mean uh, anything happens uh, they will find caste in it you know and and if if somebody say that okay you, you for example you are having a dalit food festival for example and somebody says why are you bringing caste in food entire swarm of armies will descend upon that man that what do you mean you are a moron obviously caste has got everything to do with it right you know how and and they will uh, throw hordes uh, uh, of research and research that they have done in genuine tests of how caste is inalienable part of food and stuff like that but the but but the moment somebody talks about say religious grievances that okay i as a hindu do not want to eat for example halal food then you are saying why are you bringing religion in food that's that's you know that's the kind of stupidity that's the kind of rule hypocrisy media has internalized that for them caste obviously you you go and find caste in anything you will you will, you will get people to justify uh, bringing that caste in uh, into that aspect but the somebody the moment somebody talks religion and hindu religion obviously as a muslim also you can talk religion uh, you know on on anything that okay i was drinking coffee and somebody uh, looked at me just because i had a beard and no mustache so this is oh, oh god i i'm i'm feel, i i felt so uh, you know scared and all that oh god i'm so sorry you have to go through that and that you know a like, whole lot of comments would start uh, fill, uh, filling up but the moment somebody talks about grievances as hindu then he that person is bringing or, or giving communal color to certain things so that is 
that is what uh, uh, they have also uh, they have internalized because uh, uh, that's what uh, they have been uh, you know taught by the seniors that this is giving communal colors you know you find caste naturally present in everything but somehow religion is an artificial construct that has been that has been inserted uh, you know in in these problems uh, in fact for example cases of so called love jihad i mean i i, I myself am not very fan of this term uh, and uh, you know uh, i mean it, it's kind of an uh, absurd term and it was first created by uh, the church in in kerala actually but it's a catchy term and it it, it it's fine i'm not too pedantic about uh, terms so 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 the cases of uh, love jihad for example i mean there are victims who are saying that i was forced to eat beef there were there were victims who were saying that okay this this guy was so uh, nice to me before uh, wedding and post wedding when our marital life began he started forcing me to change my you know ways my thinking my my food habits my attire and stuff like that and yet these people would say that okay love jihad is trying to pollute or trying to give communal colors to marital disputes um, come on there there are people i mean if victims are alive unfortunately most most of the victims of love jihad uh, are dead and some of those who are alive when they are uh, on their on record saying that that there is a communal angle to it and it's 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 entirely communal you still have gumption to say that okay this don't give communal colors to these crimes so so that's that's one uh, uh, rule the media very religiously follows that you insert caste anywhere but uh, the moment uh, uh, religion comes then you know it's something uh, uh, it, it, it's it's an artificial ins uh, uh, insertion and, and and they are very proud of bringing caste into anything you know i mean everything uh, recently one one screen grab had has gone viral from netflix series decoupled right in which uh, this guy you know this character who is uh, uh, you know kind of uh, he's a driver and he's one of the lower caste uh, a person uh, he's saying that anyone who is not aware of his caste is an upper caste right so and, and that's that's a very smart line and and i i don't find that uh, wrong or propaganda or anything and and that has been put a, you know that has gone viral that it's one of the you know one of the rare things that wokes and liberals have liked in decoupled now, now why 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 do uh, why have they liked that you know let's let's try to understand that what what does the line say that if you are uh, not aware of your caste you are most likely upper caste what does it mean that if basically it means that if you have not suffered or if you have not gone through any bad experience for example and 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 bad experiences are what mostly we tend to remember you know i mean i think there is a, some scientific paper also which says that traumatic things we tend to remember more so 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 when negativity bias uh, right so so when you have uh, uh, you know you can say that you don't have any caste or you are not aware of your caste is because you don't have perhaps any strong any traumatic uh, experience related to caste you know that's why you can be you can be blind to caste the same you apply the same theory you apply the same wisdom on 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 religion na? that people who have literally died because of their religion a chandan gupta who goes on to what you term as muslim lanes these days gurgaon public spaces have also become muslim grounds he goes there he say he says vande matram and he is killed that guy has paid uh, uh, through his life 
there are people obviously kashmiri pandits and those are there but let's not even go into kashmir in 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 so called main india where hindus are supposed to be minority there are pockets where people have paid uh, because of their religious identity of hindus now, obviously the love jihad victims are there so so it's it's they they have they have traumatic experience because of their religious marker you don't have you know because you are liberals you are rich you are safe in upper class upper caste hindu societies gated communities where you you don't have any traumatic experience because of you being a hindu so you can you can then say that ah, all, all this is nonsense you know religion does not i mean let's not give communal colors to it the same way an upper caste person can say that okay let's not bring caste into it you know when when he says then you immediately jump onto him that it's because you have not felt the problems due to caste in the same way when you lecture other hindus that don't bring communal elements into it it's because it's your privilege that you have not suffered because of the, your hindu religious identity and people not only in pakistan or kashmir people back in india supposedly mainland india are suffering it suffering from it two three things that i found uh, interesting in this is that point number 1 you know caste is the ultimate truth but conditions apply only for hinduism not for mm-hmm. islam sikhism christianity and and any other uh, religious denomination in india caste is only the ultimate truth for hinduism and hinduism is also not real at the same time which is very funny uh, I, i don't know what to do with this second thing is that look uh, as far as that manu joseph thing was concerned uh, dikapalka look that line is real yes there is upper caste privilege i am not going to deny that but the point is hum mai kya karu ab mai apne aap ko goli maar do i can only say i don't agree with the system mai to openly bolta i want the annihilation of bad hierarchical systems uh, i am a laissez faire guy who believes up any hierarchy with upward mobility eventually is going to be there in a post agricultural society we need to make sure that anything that becomes rigid and nonsensical needs to go away i don't i'm not here to convince others of that it's my personal view but the point is that there are two ways of looking at it there is one way that says yes caste upper caste privilege is real and now you need to you know self flagellate till the end of uh, times and keep beating yourself with i refuse to do that i don't believe in that i'm not going to self flagellate i'm as anti caste uh, as it gets and that it ends there i there, there are ways and methods of dealing with it i don't understand this and and why if hinduism is an artificial construct then how can you say caste is uniquely hindu there is the, i mean greek philosophy plato had a caste system plato also had something like the third tier which he used to call auxiliaries who were the minions and only the aristocrats and, uh, and the priests were supposed to take the decisions for the auxiliaries i i've stated the exact verse from the plato's republic that talks about that but that's not the essence of that society right they got out of it it's almost as if hindu society and hindu intelligentsia refuses to acknowledge the effort there are efforts to destroy caste from the left which i acknowledge and there are efforts from the hindu fold like arya samaj is there and then there is rss and then there are people don't realize bajrang dal what is the caste matrix of bajrang dal will anybody ever recognize that reality that agar aap caste senses lenge <laughs> internal bajrang dal ka that is the most sc st obc group amongst all the hindu groups in india 
they are as uh, as hindu as it gets so so that's what you know bothered me the most now but i want to connect this to the next rule that you spoke about which is ye mere ko samajh mein nahi pad raha tha ye mere ko actually mere ko ye tere se ye kya hai the mysterious upper caste monster ye samjha right so so this is uh, you know like uh, the term upper caste you know like when when you tell someone on the streets the, what, what do you mean by upper caste almost uh, 9 out of 10 people would say yeah brahmins and maybe rajputs you know right and mostly it's it's ingrained especially in in, in the say urban people that uh, upper caste okay brahmins you know at, at best banias to an extent to to some people now the the media the way it, you know because upper is relative right so so the headlines that they come up with is so creative that many of the atrocities or let's say tensions between say um, uh, a intermediary caste and uh, say what 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 you call scheduled castes or you know uh, dalits they are not synonymous by the way uh, those things are written as you know like uh, say a dalit uh, uh, groom stopped by upper caste from riding a horse now uh, you know i mean most of the times you would feel that okay maybe the brahmins did it or maybe the rajputs did it but many a times it's not the case you know it it's 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 the obcs you know uh, who who have done it for, for whatever reasons you know maybe because they think they are uh, higher caste or simply because of feudal mindset you know feudal mindset can can be present and it is present in any society regardless of you know uh, religious or uh, uh, you know that kind of a, a context or a sanction any anyone can feudal in fact very recently we saw that uh, you know there was a case in which a uh, uh, father of a dalit uh, girl not only killed her but apparently even raped her because she married someone from another caste which who was of higher caste now what is that it it's it's feudalism you know like uh, i mean i'm the feudal lord of the family and and how how come my i mean obviously it's misogyny but it's broadly feudalism that i i am the feudal lord and the women of my family has to do what i want them to do uh, so some so, sort of so, honor culture right right and honor killing is also a, you know a subset of uh, uh, feudal feudalistic thinking and and by by again by honor killing the way uh, media has uh, depicted and i am not saying that the reality is not uh, uh, is not uh, what uh, they depict but uh, but there are many many uh, cases uh, one uh, one must uh, remember in which uh, uh, especially girls mostly women are the victim they have been killed for marrying even in the upper castes you know i mean relatively upper castes but that obviously very rarely gets into the headline you know i mean then then it's honor killing and uh, if if this caste angle is there in which uh, uh, say the girl was uh, especially the boy was from lower community then definitely it will be in the headlines anyway coming back to this upper caste thing that this is uh, this is so beautifully presented by the media that say some a caste like uh, yadavs for example they they can become upper caste when when they are slapping uh, a person from uh, the scheduled caste and they can be, become a lower caste when we are talking about say the time when lalu yadav rose right 
so 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 that the upper caste term is uh, used in that sense that it prejudices a mind of a common reader that everything wrong everything bad is being done only by a couple of castes which is you know either the brahmins or in some cases rajputs banias ko to khair wo unko aise hi troll karte rehte hain ki kanjus ho and all that but we are talking about atrocities mostly and all all of these things many a times done by you know say the intermediary castes all the uh, all the sin all the bad karma lands up on the uh, on the uh, you know door of uh, uh, the brahmins or to an extent rajputs in you know the way media comes up with uh, headlines so 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 that's what uh, you know i uh, i i wanted to, uh, uh, this is what uh, uh, one rule that they adopt that use upper caste when you know when, whenever you can you, you know kind of fit it into a head, headline so and mostly people would not care to go through it you know even even say an extremely backward caste and a scheduled caste people are uh, uh, you know kind of fighting and so the extremely backward caste obviously is an upper caste related to the scheduled caste person and that's how the media will uh, will report it you know that uh, that uh, uh, say a local uh, panch sarpanch or whatever a mukhiya belonging to the upper caste did this thing to a person from the scheduled caste and and everyone you know people most most people 99% people read just the headlines and for for them everything even now is being done by the brahmins and the rajputs in in, in their uh, uh, you know uh, in uh, that, that's the kind of uh, uh, thought or that's the kind of uh, outcome it has it prejudices uh, people's mind against only a, a few castes whom i'm not giving complete clean chit but uh you know the idea is that okay especially demonize brahmins and then uh say that okay the, the, the brahmins are the ones who who are the only you know uh, uh i mean this is a brahmin dharm and every other caste has been painted saffron what say the karma was doing you know so you can you can push that kind of propaganda only when you have maligned one group enough that everyone starts hating them that everyone starts feeling that, okay there is something wrong with brahmins they are always oppressing people they are always doing wrong things so okay so this theory that uh, they kind of hijacked all the castes and they painted saffron you know which is what uh, uh, hinduism does not exist kind of theories argue it gives credence to that kind of a theory you know so so this uh, th- this is this rule that you fit upper caste somehow in the headline unwittingly aids in that process yeah you know what's interesting is is again the upper caste is only the brahmin which is very so i think the more accurate description of caste hierarchies in india would be dominant castes so every okay. state has its own dominant caste like in haryana we all know the jats are a very uh, are a very dominant caste right they they dominate the politics of that area and whether we like it or not in fact i have always said i am i am one i'm very open about it that i only support scst reservation i don't believe uh, in uh, in obc reservation i believe we should go back to the you know pre mandal this post mandal ne pre mandal and i think there is a clear cut case for scst reservations in india they have been historically oppressed and there is no argument about that in my world view but you know what's interesting are jat sikhs and dominant caste or not uh, are ashrafs are dominant caste or not are pathans are dominant caste or not um and i'm going to ask that uncomfortable question in haryana are jats the dominant caste or not in gujarat are patidars the dominant caste or not okay. गुजरात में पाटीदार बहुत डोमिनेंट कास्ट है 
काफी डोमिनेंट है मगर कास्ट हाई आर की में वो किधर बैठेंगे ऑपरेशन ओलम्पिक्स में they will they will sit somewhere you know now look i am again it's it's weird that i have to say this because i am the most anti caste person probably in the entire right wing i am very openly anti caste like i hate that system but the point is i at the same time i can't leave my brain in the corner when i look at a subject i i believe it is more about dominant caste and it is because we have only incentivized caste based politics in this country so we should not whine now that when caste you you basically incentivize caste based politics then few dominant castes are going to dominate and then you cannot spin it around and say where in see in up i understand maybe the thakurs and the brahmins are still you know a significant vote bank but brahmins are what in maharashtra what 2% 3% kya dominate karenge wo log abhi politically i think marathas are the dominant caste in maharashtra whether we like it yeah. or not they are yeah so that is my view on it and and right, again, right. people are free to disagree with me yeah okay so now let's go into this ye bhi mere ko ye explain kar abhi the holy book of unwritten style sheets ye kya tha yeah it's it kind of follows from the previous one just like you you must insert upper caste you know that that in a way without saying directly it prejudices a mind of a reader against mostly brahmins and to an extent rajputs even though the uh, you know the the real caste which which has done those things are what you are terming as dominant caste which is fair enough a terminology now such terms you know like insert upper caste in, in, into the headline this is not the only phrase which is used to you know a, as almost a rule to what an extent uh, to what a uh, effect obviously everything has different effect in this case as i said it prejudices minds against brahmins and then it's very easy to aid something against the brahmins talk about you you know your conjure of something called brahmanism and then attack it so 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 that, that's how it it helps now there are many other things you know many many things that we don't even perhaps uh, realize normal people thanks to twitter many guys especially those who are active on twitter they definitely realize it but there are many phrases you know which which subtly prejudice your mind you know so so when hindus are protesting it's hindutva outfits you know and when muslims are protesting it's muslim bodies now you see the semantics outfit has kind of a negative connotation you know muslim bodies in it's almost like a natural uh, part of uh, some some uh, uh, ecological term it it seems that so muslim bodies are upset about uh, uh, say tinkering with personal laws whereas hindutva outfits are against halal food so so by just by terming uh, you know outfits versus bodies you have already prejudiced a, a mind that okay this person when outfits are demanding something it's more of from a position of say power a position of uh, maybe uh, you know uh, uh, forcing your own way uh, what what happens with the farmers for example why nobody said that okay a few jet six are demanding that uh, <laughs> this uh, middle uh, kind of uh, you know what arthi or whatever system must remain so so then they are all poor people you know that that's how they are presented so outfits versus bodies these these are some terms that uh, uh, you, you know the media there is a rule that that's how you have to use i mean i'm not saying that it's a, un, that's why i have say unwritten style sheets that uh, uh, this is what media follows then other thing for example when students are protesting 
when abvp will protest it will it will always be abvp is protesting against xyz when sfi and all that to uh, protest then students group are protesting you know so you you legitimize you you legitimize the leftists and they they are they are as if they are legitimate voice of students of of community and when abvp is doing they are doing as abvp they are doing political so everything abvp is doing becomes political everything that the left does because of students groups that becomes genuine grievance of the student that's again a unwritten style shift you will hardly when abvp is protesting you will rarely find a head, uh, newspaper headline that says students protest it will always be abvp protests then something like claims versus says you know i mean any any hindu group or any abvp will always claim something you know so so uh, so even even a woman would claim that her husband be, uh, forced her to feed beef but a person from gurgaon says that he was forced to chant jai shri ram then he is not claiming you know very simple term claim versus says makes a lot of difference you you seed seed doubt into the into the heads of the readers that okay uh, when when you when you use the word claim then you seed the doubt that okay this might not be uh, uh, you know right uh, these days say pfizer says you know that their their third booster is effective but back in india say a covaxin or bharat biotech will claim that their uh, uh, vaccine is effective so you know so these are some of the style sheets and obviously we all know about ndtv is very uh, fond of using alleged anything that they don't like becomes alleged uh, and the activists you know who who are the activists who who i mean who uh, certifies them anyone becomes an activist any any person who who toes a particular kind of an idea becomes activist and if if that if if somebody doesn't agree with that then they become vigilantes then they become uh, you know uh, again uh, say groups outfits not not groups yeah definitely not bodies bodies but outfits vigilantes civil society for example again you know these are unwritten style sheets if if there are six or seven say gurgaon namaz uh, controversy for example they were people in their 50s 60s frail people who had something to say they are part of the civil society yeah why don't you say that okay civil society in in gurgaon had problems with public namaz then they are monsters then they are not civil societies you know and and, and the moment somebody says some a group of people uh, you know especially senior citizens and all that if they tell you something which is to your liking then they become civil society so they they were uncivil society and they actually went on to term those 50 60 70 year olds guys as somebody who is spreading venom and somebody who is spreading hate and 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 some uh, when something is uh, done on the other side then they become the civil society which what is this civil society uh, uh, you know and these days uh, i mean in earlier days when when uh, what has happened somehow it, it it's get reported uh and and you cannot deny that it has uh, it has been reported or when uh, uh police confirms something you know something like say a temple being desecrated or maybe muslims insisting that okay uh, saraswati puja will not happen then what happens is that you know their own left leaning organizations five or six people from that would it would come together go to that place and what would that group be called fact finding committee i mean 
because facts are not in your favor so you create a fact finding committee who will now uh, create facts that suit you uh, uh, and and this this is uh, these fact finding committees have been happening since decades you know they they are in in a way their digital version now is fact checkers you know when when facts doesn't uh, suit you then then earlier you had fact find, finding committees and now you have uh, the fact checkers so so you know so so uh, and, and even non verbal uh, 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 cues for example which is the part of the style sheet that uh, when you have to talk about uh, uh, you know uh, uh, some, some hindu grievances and always some angry uh, uh, bajrang dal guy or something like that that kind of a picture you will put when you have talk about uh, muslim grievances then somebody is silently praying uh, uh, you know in namaz or in is somewhere that kind of a soothing image you will put uh, you, you know or or very blatant use of uh, say uh, a tantric you know even if a muslim alim or or uh, you know this kind of uh, those who do black magic even if he does something uh, there would be a representational image of a sadhu with a rudraksh and all that uh, uh, that kind of uh, style shit that media will follow so 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 this is this is what uh, you know i uh, i meant by the unwritten style sheet that this is how they prejudice the mind of a common reader without saying things directly and especially in in uh, when you talk about activists when you talk about civil society and when you talk about things like fact finding committee what what exactly and even experts for you know what what exactly are you trying to do you are creating some uh uh you know authoritative groups or you are creating some point of authority and then when something is uh which you cannot say directly you will say through them right you cannot say directly that i don't agree with uh, love jihad cases you will say that okay a fact finding committee or a peacekeeping community has said this so what exactly are, are you doing this is you know a very Uh, common and well-known lo- uh, logical fallacy that you appeal to authority. So first you create authority by terming them experts, by terming them fact-finding, uh, peace-keeping, uh, uh, and all that, which w- w- who have got no legitimacy. It's not like any Supreme Court has appointed them, or, or, or uh, you yourself have created those authority. And then you quote them. You you do an uh, appeal to authority that okay, the fact-finding committee has found it. Experts say it. peacekeeping committee has said that okay hindutva groups have uh, vitiated the atmosphere atmosphere and things like that so 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 you know the unwritten style sheets go on to create these kind of impacts so i guess that kind of connects to the next one right how do we justify all this we are neutral why are we neutral because we think so right <laughs> right i mean uh, that's that's what uh, i mean uh, you know this is this is one rule that uh, entire media believes except people on the right we are uh, you know very honest about it that we are not neutral but these guys uh, genuinely believe you know that they are neutral and and you if you ask them i mean they don't have <laughs> they cannot uh, justify why why do they think they are neutral and unfortunately most people uh, you know any a common person if you go on street and and you ask them do you like neutral media uh 99.9% might say that yeah they like neutral media now uh, now we are living in that kind of a world where awareness and education level should be that high that uh, a common pers- person should realize there is nothing like neutral media i mean there is 
there's nothing like neutrality simply you know if 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 a person yeah. is rational if a person is thinking which hopefully journalists are uh he cannot be neutral you know i mean you you can be neutral only in uh, broadly in two scenarios one where you have no idea you know i mean i, I would be neutral about uh, as an in indifferent basically indifferent or even unaware you know i mean like if you ask me about uh, uh, whether roger federer is better or i don't even know the other <laughs> uh, tell me some other uh, uh, tennis guy's name i know Nadal. zero thing about yeah nadal for example i i know zero thing about tennis so i would be neutral i i don't know so when you are unaware then you can be happily neutral or when you have you simply don't care you know as i said indifferent how how can you afford to be indifferent uh, in many scenarios at one time i mean it's 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 the liberals him, uh, themselves who come on to uh, uh, who say that if you are indifferent you are with the oppressors right it's it's their own grand uh, wisdom that that they always say so 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 they themselves are saying that they cannot be neutral and these days they are always in that zone where somebody is oppressing someone you know is duniya mein to koi na koi kisi na kisi ko oppress kar hi raha hai wo you know ideology woke nazron se dekhe to a man is oppressing a woman higher caste is oppressing the lower caste hindu dharm muslim oppression white is oppressing black everywhere only oppression is there according to the woke ideology and when oppression is happening they themselves say that you cannot be indifferent which means you cannot be neutral right i mean either either you are uh, lying or you are you are admitting that you are a moron you don't know for example i i i don't know anything about uh, tennis so i can be neutral so so pick one of these things are you indifferent or and 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 you actually lie when you say that uh, when you don't uh, take uh, sides you are with the oppressors is that a uh, virtue signaling that you do or is neutrality a virtue signaling that you do one of it has to be uh, a virtue signaling thing or you you don't know enough so so you know admit uh, one of these two things so so that's what uh, you know i mean that uh, unfortunately uh, not only uh, the people in media but even common people still believe in uh, neutrality which pisses me off like anything but uh, what to do yeah this is uh, this is one place where you and i are in complete agreement because i had also done a complete monologue which i said neutrality is an absolute and bloody sham i mean anybody who thinks they're neutral is just a dunderhead i mean yeah i could be like i said you're using the word neutral in that case i just think i'm indifferent to many things and i just i am unaware i don't know and when i'm right. unaware like quantum mechanics i'm not neutral i just don't know about quantum mechanics sure, or quantum physics sure, so, sure. so to say i'm neutral to it i mean i don't know i have an opinion on things it could be an ill informed opinion or an informed opinion. opinion neutrality to aati nahi but then you confuse hmm. me with the next rule where you say okay we are not neutral because media must be liberal <laughs> yeah so so this is when you go and and counter question them you know i think you had uh, uh, you had a uh, interview with shekhar gupta i don't know i'm sorry i couldn't uh, uh, see that in the, watch that fully i don't know if you asked him about neutrality uh but uh, you know if if you no, come i did raise this point uh, i asked him why why are journalists like ichadari nags and nagins <laughs> right so 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 once you you know kind of uh ask them these things give them this context that you cannot be neutral and many of them themselves have these days started that you cannot be neutral you know they they are actually proud to be called them selectivists that yeah we will only talk about 
select things and stuff like that. And then they will justify all this by saying that, okay, these are all in the lines of principles of being liberal. You know, first of all, many, most of the media almost, in, uh, you know, and especially those who claim to have clout and unfortunately who do have clout also, they are no longer classical liberal, but you know, what, what, what in modern terms is known as woke, obsessed with uh, oppressed oppressor kind of a relationship. Um, but they would back on to, you know, I mean, uh, they would pick up some of the classical liberal uh, uh, philosophers or writers to justify these things. So, so Noam Chomsky obviously is one of the uh, very, uh, you know, uh, better known critics of media, especially critics of corporate media. And he is, uh, he has said that a media ought to be liberal, you know, uh, a media cannot uh, be uh, biased. It, it, uh, I mean, neutral, it has to be, it has to have a liberal bias. That's exact uh, word he uses. So in that sense, you know, that gives a moral authority to many uh, people in the media also that, yeah, we are, we are not neutral, we are liberal, you know, and, and, and liberalism has certain values uh, and we stick to that, you know, and, and, and if, uh, if somebody, uh, uh, and, and, and that includes being illiberal to illiberals, you know, and, and uh, this pauper's paradox is very, uh, you know, kind of uh, easily, very frequently, uh, used by these people that, uh, you know, which uh, I, I think many of your uh, listeners might know, but for those who don't know, it basically says that uh, you can be intolerant to the intolerant, because if you are tolerant to, uh, of the intolerant, then their intolerance will remove, uh, you know, uh, uh, entire scenario where tolerance can exist. So to, so to protect tolerance, you have to be intolerant towards the intolerant so this is a paradox that you know that that you want to uh, save intolerance uh, tolerance but you have to be intolerant to save the tolerance it's like you know going to war to keep peace uh, so so uh, with bo both of which is true but the but the problem is you this this is like you know you give a dog a bad name and hang him you you simply declare anyone intolerant you declare anyone a fascist and then, then you justify all your biases, all your prejudices, by, by using Popper's paradox. So, so that's that's what uh, is happening, you know, in in the name of uh, having that. Okay, we are not neutral. We are we have liberal values, and we have to stick to that. We have to save liberal val uh, values. You are being illiberal by painting some other people as illiberal, as intolerant, as fascist, uh, you know, and and then throwing Popper's paradox at them. So, so, so this is what I mean. I mean, you know, this is this is one of the rules that they have uh, uh, adopted. Oh, by the way, Shekhar Gupta is in complete agreement with you on the neutrality issue. He also thinks there is no such thing as a neutral journalist. By the way, he was very clear. He's and like, I'm not a yeah. neutral journalist. No, I like he him. He was you know, I mean, crystal clear. This, this might become a clip, a viral clip, but uh, among all the celebrity journalists. Shekhar Gupta is most tolerable, you know. I mean, he he does come up with. I I, I got a lot of abuse for uh, talking to him. I actually had a really good time talking to him. I learned a lot. He was very clear yeah, in his but, concept. Uh, yeah, he, you can, can judge be, him for his can, political. Yeah, he, one can one can accuse him of being folk tongued, which uh, I think he is, uh, and he becomes uh, a little too smart on occasions. Uh, but I think, yeah, he, uh, even in, uh, forget in private, even in public, he will have some honesty to admit to, you know, a few things that we are talking. Yeah. Okay. This one completely confused me. We are Spider-Man. What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, this is again, 
I how can I not end by promoting my book? So, so this this is what I had written in the book that um, you know I mean uh, many journalists do believe that you know they are out there trying to save the world, uh, you know, and uh, Spider Man, Superman, all these people, their alter egos were working in media houses. So uh, you know, and so 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 they also believe that you know that uh, they have a huge responsibility on their shoulders that uh, you know that they must uh, save the world they must uh, uh, educate uh, the masses they must uh, reform the people and now these things might have been uh, things to cherish say 100 years back when democracy was shaping up you know i mean like uh, i don't know who gave this diagram but it has become so popular and it has become one of the truisms that you know we have four pillars of democracy you have the legislature you have the uh, judiciary system, the judiciary, and you have the executive, the police, and all those, and the media. Now, who brought media over there? <laughs> you know, every every three have some kind of accountability, have some kind of uh, you know institutional uh, uh, you know kind of rules and regulations along with them. Anyone cannot become a legislature. Anyone cannot become uh, uh, you know a judge or, or or an IS officer. But technically, anyone can become a journalist. Right. So so you you have made yourself the fourth pillar of democracy that itself shows how much self-importance you give yourself. And at some point of point of time, I don't I mean, I don't want to sound uh, completely disdainful towards them at some point of time that that could have made sense, uh, because uh, it's not like people have to forget about their own role once they elect legislatures and they are in uh, lawmaking. You know, it, it has to be a constant process of uh, people uh, talking to uh, their lawmakers or talking to the uh, even judiciary, even though they don't want to listen. In fact, funnily, all the four pillars don't want to listen to people. <laughs> you know, legislatures don't want to get any feedback. The executors, IS officers and all that, obviously, they don't want to listen that, okay, you know, how bad or how incompetent or how messed up they are. Judiciary, obviously, you say anything and they, they are ready to throw in your jail. And even the media, which was supposed to talk to them, when they don't want to listen any bad thing about them, and that's one thing where you know I, uh, I uh, because uh, I, I like uh, Shekhar Gupta, that he doesn't lose his shit on at least on Twitter. He is abused by everyone, I think, uh, but I don't think he has <laughs> uh, you know lost his shit on Twitter and uh, started playing victim or anything. So 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 that's that's one thing. Uh, uh, that's one another thing I like uh, apart from many other things I dislike about him. So uh, you know, so so uh, so uh, th that's. I, I mean, who made you the fourth pillar of democracy? It, it as I uh, as I said that democracy at such it's a very recent concept. You know, I mean, like uh, uh, human civilization literally goes back to thousand more. Uh, you know, um, many thousands years back, and democracy has has been shaped very uh, very recently, and media somehow arrogated themselves the right to be the fourth pillar, which made sense at one point of time. When you have to constantly talking to the legislatures uh, or to uh, executives uh, or even to the judiciary, but with uh, you know technologies evolving, uh, with education and awareness growing, that part should have changed. You know, I mean, like now you don't exactly need one newspaper being gate, uh, uh, you know, with an editor as a gatekeeper. And 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 that person is deciding what is the voice of the people, you know. So so that uh, th that in in a way is antithetical to democratic ideas, 
that you know uh, and, and that person is completely unaccountable so in in that sense it should have changed you know i mean the the role of media uh, the kind of big responsibilities spiderman type of resp responsibilities that they had taken upon themselves the, they them, themselves should have realized that no with uh, changing technology with with more awareness with more uh, education with more articulation i mean there are common people who are more articulate and aware than journalists uh, perhaps they are not that in a you know world saving role anymore but th that's that's where they are not ready to you know kind of uh, accept and it's almost everywhere and uh, uh, they have actually decided to hit back you know on on, on the technology and they have been very especially at least the one i uh, you know one part of them that would traditionally have uh, uh, done the gatekeeping for the mainstream media now they are successfully doing gatekeeping even in the, for the big tech so unfortunately i am very pessimistic over there uh, but uh, that you know we have kind of gone back to the same uh, uh, you know times where what uh, you know forms uh, the role of the people who needs to be saved you know the spider man will decide where he goes he picks up the suits and goes uh, so that unfortunately has uh, come back because of the you know the tentacles the the kind of uh, uh, you know uh, backdoor entry uh, the old establishment has done in big tech all right so now, now we'll take some viewer questions or fatafat answer oh, karenge yeah. taki we can take yeah. maximum number of questions so the first one has asked why doesn't off india run something like cut the clutter that print runs do i lean right wing i listen to cut the clutter uh, does off india any ha has any plans where to be shekhar gupta ke jaise analyze karega <laughs> uh yeah i think uh, i have to blame myself only for that maybe i should have done it i mean i cannot uh, ask uh, my editors to do it they actually are busy doing things uh so uh, I, I i have thought about many things i have a chip on my shoulder that i'm not a good orator you know and uh, I, I can at best be a decent uh, uh, you know guy while conversing but when it's it comes to monologue uh, i'm not good and you know and shekhar is good uh, but uh, i completely realize that this needs to be done uh let's see maybe if i get uh, it's not about time it's more about confidence if i get that uh, i might start or i can push one of the editors only to do it okay so someone has asked are these rules that we have discussed today any different in regional language india or is there any yeah. variation in the attitude of the media by state or region also yeah 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 very good question i i i really won't know about non hindi regional media because i, I am a hindi speaker and uh, i have tracked mostly hindi media and uh, some of these rules don't uh, get followed in hindi media as uh, you know for example they do report uh, uh, temple desecrations they do report uh, you know attacks on hindu processions i mean you know many of the articles on op india that that you see which which are deliberately not reported by an ndtv or an indian express uh, they are based uh, on vernacular and and hindi uh, media reports so some some of these uh, are not definitely not followed by the uh, vernacular hindi media which is one of the reasons why they are be they are made fun of you know hindi medium types and uh, uh, but unfortunately what happens unwittingly they end up following uh, you know the elite english media you know if if you see that uh, the big names of uh, you know who write columns in english paper 
even Chetan Bhagat, for example, his translated columns get published in uh, Danik Jagran and all that, which is not fine. You know, I mean, Hindi should have their own hero, uh, heroes and writers. You know, so that's one thing where they unwittingly end up following, uh, you know, the same kind of rules because they also look up to English uh, people. You know, if you go and uh, ask uh, people working in Hindi uh, channel, uh, I mean, Hindi newspapers, I mean, they have far more circulation. They have far more, um, you know, impact also. And yet the salaries are less than what their English counterparts uh, get. Get So so there is a little bit of uh, lack of self-confidence. For example, <laughs> I'm not confident that I can do a show like Sekhar Gupta in, in the same way. Uh, perhaps Hindi guys are not confident that uh, they should stamp their own feet and they should have uh, you know their own say because they are the bosses uh, that 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 they lack and they unwittingly end up following what the elite or uh, uh, entitled english media does okay so somebody has asked who can be the judge for indian media <laughs> <laughs> who judges you, them obviously whoever asked he has to be i yeah, mean fans the, the the people the people have to be you know uh, i i have maintained it uh, for long that uh, media must be seen as uh, uh, all kind of media. And obviously, I mean, right-wing media is pretty honest about it. We are advocates. You know, we are, we are, we are in advocacy. We, we are pushing for uh, a particular narrative. We are pushing for a particular uh, view. The other side is, it is honest. They don't say it. But treat them as advocates and you be the judge. Unfortunately for that, you will have to take time out. You will have to uh, study a bit. Uh, but uh, that's that's how the ideal world uh, that uh, should function. Yeah, so someone has asked, I'm curious that how much of these media biases have impact on the ground? Is there a legal consequence to incite this? Yeah, yeah, a lot, I think, uh, uh, ha- has an impact on ground. It It's not uh, so much, in fact, impactful because of two reasons. One, uh, you know, as somebody uh, rightly asked and realized that many of these might not be being followed by uh, regional media so their approach is a little bit different uh, but if 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 every regional media were to blindly copy what uh, the entitled english media or the boutique english media in um, uh, delhi is doing uh, then obviously a lot of uh, impact would be seen on ground as well uh, on some of the things obviously as i said you go and ask people uh, you know, even though these people keep on crying that uh, uh, India has become a fascist state and all that, um, not many of those uh, things will resonate with public. You know, the the common public still thinks that, uh, uh, you know, I mean, like uh, Hindus are comparatively safer. Hindu Muslim mat karo. You know, and, they, and and that person would not have any problem with Brahman Dalit being done every day. So, uh, and unfortunately, unwittingly, somewhere even uh, BJP ends up, you know, kind of uh, promoting uh, that kind of narrative. So, uh, so that, that's where I would say that they they still have a lot of impact, uh, even though it's not so bad as uh, it, it was in the 80s and 90s or earlier, obviously. Right. This question is absurd, but I'm going to ask it because I think this the premise of the question itself is completely wrong. Someone mm-hmm. has said RSS believes Hinduism is already dead. That's what is written. Only way to prevent Islamization is via materialistic development model, according to the RSS. 
so do you think hinduism will survive uh, this or out of india what explains the rss bjp behavior i don't know what the insinuation is pata nahi no mujhe, i mujhe i i, 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 I you know that that's that's what the issue is i mean uh, i i won't completely uh, you know have uh, a disdainful approach towards the question uh it it requires you know it requires a lot of uh, debates and discussions uh, in the in the hindu society uh because what we are accusing rss of rss was like since the <laughs> its beginning actually you know i mean it's the liberal media which painted rss as fascist and all that you know i mean i mean again third time i'm bringing my book the last 5 6 7 uh, pages that i have written a note on rss in fact that's available on free on op india also if you you know put a, 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 do a google search that a short note on rss by sanghi who never went to shaka you would you would find my uh, you know views on that so rss as such has not changed you know uh, in in many ways uh, people like me and people like uh, you know the person who has asked the question even though even i won't completely 100% agree with uh, him but or her uh, but we had wrong image of the rss based on how the media or our own uh, you know imaginations uh, kind of uh, painted it rss always had this kind of a not a hurried approach and they, they were never uh, very uh, you know uh, bullish on traditional hinduism as such you know i mean if you read uh, Uh, uh vikram sampath's work uh, so so most of the hindutva ideologues uh, you know where where hardly bullish on the traditional part of the hinduism you know i don't, i mean we can keep on getting into terminology of whether to call it brahmanism or what but let's call it traditional hinduism uh, so so uh, right from the genesis actually the hindutva movement is not aligned or is does not see an eye to eye with the traditional movement it was very reformist movement you know i mean it's it's idiots like uh, the left and the and the rahul gandhi and and audrey trusky and you know all kind of these uh, idiots who keep on painting rss as some obscurantist uh, or hindutva as some kind of a you know casteist and all that movement they were anti caste and uh, you know things uh, from the from the very beginning now that does not mean that traditional hinduism does not have a place or does not ha- have a reason or a platform for resurgence if that's what the person is asking and uh, you know i mean uh, i am pretty happy even though i might not agree with 100% but there are articulate voices you know like sai deepak is there and uh, you know even ashish dhar uh, uh, with kushal on on an you, you have some fights i think but <laughs> whatever but you know so, so i don't have any fights with either of them i just disagree with their ideas in fact i stood yeah, up for no, sai deepak in one of my last monologues when someone called him an islamist yeah the, the person has to be a cuckoo but you know so 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 the traditional hinduism is getting a, a new voice I, i i won't speak on let me again clarify i don't want to speak on behalf of sai whether in in what i don't think he would like to be pigeon hold into one of these things but hindutva definitely is not synonymous with traditional hinduism say a ritualistic hinduism or however we put it so what what we currently need in in the hindu society not only in the right wing is a informed debate and what we are having is a bullshit debate by rahul gandhi hinduism and hindutva i mean uh, that's that's uh, that's pretty absurd uh, but yeah in short rss 
I won't say it, it's materialistic and all that, but yeah, it's. I, I don't think it was ever uh, bullish, if, if to put it that, like that way, on traditional Hinduism. Uh, but that doesn't mean traditional Hinduism is going away or it has no uh, nobody to uh, you know kind of uh, speak for. And you never know. You know, once once your articulation, once your thoughts starts gaining steam, starts starts gaining momentum. Currently, people who are not with us will be with you. So it's all about you know putting across those ideas uh, strongly and uh, in, in in a very cogent manner. I have changed my views okay. on on many things. For example, so last questions. I'm going to mix them together. So someone says, please explain what is the Hindu trad versus non-trad chasm. I think you have kind of explained it. What are your views on decoloniality? Yeah. So what are your views on decoloniality? I don't know if you have read it, but uh, or and one I'm question is this is actually. Yeah, so this is a good question. The Indian non-left in the English media tend to be quite emotional for the most part. So I guess that includes you also. <laughs> it's easy to get them off their game. What is your opinion, Rahul? No, he, I, I actually agree with him. Uh, we are emotional animals uh, and uh, we do get triggered by a lot of things. Uh, and we are honest, I think, you know, we are on uh, emotional and honest, but... Uh, yeah, you need a mukhata, you know, somebody who can. But then we are so honest that even if somebody is trying to do become a mukhata, we start attacking uh, that person. Uh, so, but uh, broadly, yeah, I mean, because this was the last I, I am uh, answer, answering it uh, first. It's true that uh, you know we that that game needs to be uh, played well. Uh, we unfortunately don't because, as I said, we are we are emotional. We are pretty raw. We, we are very honest. We don't want we don't hide our feelings. We don't hide our likes and dislikes, which the other side is very pro at. You know, I mean, like see how they kept on repeating the lie that uh, they don't hate Hinduism but they hate Hindutva. And when dismantling global Hindutva happened, almost every speaker went on to say shit about Hinduism. So that kind of uh, uh, you know intellectual or personal dishonesty we don't have. Maybe we need to learn that. Uh, so, so that's 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 true. I don't know how how to solve that, but uh, you know, it's like we we have just found our voice. So we are a little bit uh, restless. We are a little bit, uh, you know, uh, emotional about it. Maybe uh, uh, that's what and that's that's what uh, you know takes us to the decoloniality uh, thing. Uh, I am still to read the you know full book of Sai because you know that's 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 the one book that's being talked about when you call when you talk about decoloniality, uh, and I broadly agree. You know, I mean, like uh, I know that uh, there are few risks if you take it, uh, you know, stretch it too far, and that's that's only uh, you know uh, Sai or others. So or I have to re read the book. Maybe Sai might have answered that, uh, but say you know, I mean, it should not happen that. Uh, you put, uh, uh, you know, you kind of paint everything uh, which happened after colonialism as being impacted and as an outcome of colonialism. You know, so so cause. Uh, I mean, just because something happens after other, it doesn't mean something happens because of that. You know, so so we will have to think of a of a of a rational way. We we need to have that debate that if if say the British, especially the British and the Muslims had not come. Uh, would uh, the current ideas of modernity, uh, uh, you know, democracy or liberty, uh, you know, these things would not, would those not have developed by their own, you know, within the Indic thought structure? 
so that 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 thing one needs to you know uh, study and debate in, in an informed way otherwise we 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 would uh, you know we 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 have a risk that we we kind of reject everything as colonial and and we want to go back to the uh, you know some kind of uh, uh, old age like the islamists do which which i don't think uh, uh, personally I, as i said i have not read uh, size book fully yet uh, again another thing to be ashamed of but i don't think uh, he is a guy who would really go to that kind of length or you know that kind of argument he would be making that uh, let's go back to some old age uh, you know and reject everything that has happened after the british came as colonial you know i mean like internet everything this this <laughs> modern uh, you know clothes uh, or the language that we are speaking everything is colonial and we jettison it that that obviously he cannot make that kind of argument i mean the the uh, i don't think so and i don't uh, I, i don't think that might be the point of the book as well yeah i don't think so that was the point of his book is you know, i i don't know why people got confused by my opposition to i was opposing decoloniality i was not opposing jsd's uh, book i was like okay that's a book it's fine but everybody thinks only jsd has written decoloniality when you know mignolo and all those people who actually came up with the concept are not, not uh, relevant anymore anyways in the non left so my whole opposition was to the epistemology i am a moral objectivist and i don't like postmodernism or applied postmodernism and decoloniality in my view is applied postmodernism so so if it is not working well when the left uses it it's not going to you know in my view work well when the non left uses it, that's all anyways we'll yeah, wrap today's that, uh, discussion that's where up. obviously that's where obviously my proud uh, hypocrisy does not agree with you <laughs> because you know as i said we need to we need to copy some of the bad things from the left as well but yeah that's another point of uh, not a disagreement that we have yeah 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 so guys we'll wrap today's discussion up i think the aim of today's discussion was to make solid bullet points which rahul explains and then maybe make you think you don't have to agree with rahul i mean it's a very open fact that rahul and i disagree on many things but we always made sure that one point a rule rahul and i always had was no matter what happens we'll continue talking and that's the rule rahul and i have and which is why we we learn from each other i learn many things from rahul rahul will maybe i hopefully have taught a thing or two to rahul and uh, you know that's how we make make good ideas and uh, i'm very grateful to rahul for uh, coming and explaining so rahul once again thanks a lot thank you thanks thanks a lot for uh, you know inviting me and uh, for uh, making me speak <laughs> maybe this will encourage me to you know come more often i mean my own uh, editor nirva mehta has been after me why that let's do a youtube thing now she's definitely going to you know uh, fight with me that you can go on kushal but not on mine <laughs> or youtube but uh, you know as i said i had a, a full uh, uh, you know kind of plans but i fell sick omicron uh, yeah on that note you can uh, uh, say something about the virus and wrap it up thank you <laughs> all right guys so once again thanks a lot for watching this live and to the ones who are watching this later thanks a lot please subscribe to the channel go and buy rahul's book in the description of the podcast i've left the link to rahul's book sangi who never went to a shaka and you know the, a couple of questions were asked about why is bjp not doing anything the best answers to the bjp question are in rahul's book so go and buy his book and maybe you'll get the answer for that as far as i'm concerned please subscribe to the channel like the video leave a comment i want you guys to uh, 
you know, give feedback to Rahul on Twitter. Again, I've left Rahul's Twitter handle in the description. All these rules that Rahul has spoken about, give him feedback on Twitter, you know, from the listeners and viewers of the Charvak podcast. You know, challenge his views. Rahul is always open to a challenge. If he doesn't like it, he'll block you. <laughs> and, and please support my podcast. So become a member. Uh, on Patreon or on YouTube or buy the merchandise or send uh, the donations to Kushal Mehra at ICICI not help Rahul at ICICI Mm -hmm. Uh, I will see you guys next time take care, bye